Am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, I Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread a crushing nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday nights, prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show it like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega. I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me once again to get caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television, movies, non-spoiler reviews. You come here on a week-to-week basis to get caught up with it all. This is Am I on the Air? It's season 26, episode 23, and tonight's show is titled Worlds Collide. We're going to be breaking down the news from June 14th through today, June 20th. So strap on in, we're going to talk movies, we're going to talk television, and then we're going to talk the news of the week, and then we're going to get on up out of here. So strap in, because we got a chunk full of a show for you guys here tonight. But before we get started, I got to do a plug Because I got a surprise for y'all. If you haven't noticed it yet, over the last several weeks, there's been some big movies that have dropped. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Transformers Rise of the Beast. The Flash. Now, talk non-spoiler about two of those movies out of the three. I'm going to talk about the third one here tonight. But a lot of people have been wondering... Where's them spoiler reviews at, son? Um, you know, we you know we like to get the team together and we do the am I still on the airs and we do the spoiler reviews. Well, it's been it's been a little tricky this go around. There's been a lot of scheduling conflicts, trying to work out everybody's deal to get everyone together so we could do the spoiler review. And so we finally got a block of time to do yesterday. So last night, Monday night, June 19th. We got the team together for a new Am I Still on the Air? And we reviewed not one, not two, but three movies, guys. For the first time ever, a spoiler review was multi-film, which was crazy. I didn't know if we were going to be able to pull it off. Because if you've listened to our spoiler reviews before, they're pretty chunky. They go about an hour 45, hour 55. We really break them down. But, you know, this was probably the only time we could really get everybody together, so we had to go for broke. So we did about a two-hour and 20-minute episode, so not too crazy over what a regular episode is. But we went about 2.20, went live on YouTube, and we did our big Am I Still in the Air 
Across the Spider-Verse, Transformers Rise of the Beast, and the Flash spoiler reviews. We broke down all three films. So we do it in a little bit of a different format. We tried to have more of just kind of a conversation piece around the three movies instead of truly breaking them down from start to finish just because of the sake of time. Um, but we wanted to get these reviews out to you guys, and we wanted to do it in a fun way. So we said, you know what? Let's just do three movies on one podcast and let's let it ride. So the video version is up on the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash am I on the air. And you can also look for the playlist that says, am I still on the air? It's going to be right there for you guys to check out. There is an audio version that's here on this podcast feed as well. So if you want to listen to it, if you want to watch it, either way, it's all good. Definitely check it out, though. Um, if you're watching the video version on YouTube, I do have it broken down by time segments. So if you want to jump to a particular movie, you can. You don't have to listen through the whole episode. Uh, I have it in the description. So if you want to jump around from movie to movie, just hit the little mark. It'll take you right there. I'm going to try to put some audio cues on the uh, audio podcast as well, too. So you can jump around from movie to movie to help you guys out. Uh, just in case maybe you've seen one, but you haven't seen another yet, and you don't want to uh, get spoiled. So I'm always looking out for y'all. But yeah, big plug there. Make sure you check it out. It was awesome to do with the guys, Friggins, Peeps, joining me up, doing the big three-film spoiler review. So definitely check that out. Okay, let's get into it. We're going to start off with The Flash, ladies and gentlemen, the number one movie in the world right now is the flash it's been a long time coming uh this movie was supposed to come out originally in 2018 just to put uh put it out there right to put some context and you know i talk about it on the spoiler review the funny thing is when they announced they were going to do a flash movie was at the same time they were going into season one of the grant gustin flash tv show on the cw and as you know, that show just wrapped its ninth and final season a couple weeks ago. So not only did the Flash TV series get off the ground, it had nine seasons and has wrapped all before we ever got the Flash movie that was supposed to come out at the same time. So kind of crazy the journey we've gone on, right? We've had different directors, different writers. We've had controversies. Um, but they finally got Andy Muschietti. He came in, he created this film, and it was getting great early buzz uh, of how well it was directed and everything that kind of went with it. We were going to get Supergirl. We were going to get Michael Keaton back as Batman. All these different things. And for me... This movie paid off. It paid off big time because I absolutely loved it. And again, I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody. This is a loose version of Flashpoint where basically Flash realizes he can go back in time. He can kind of alter events and he figures, you know, hey, what if I went back to that day my mom got murdered and I change, you know, just a little thing and then maybe she'll still be alive. And of course, this sets a ripple through the DCEU. Um, making it to where, you know, there is no Superman, there is no um, Ben Affleck version of Batman, there's no Wonder Woman, there's no Cyborg, there's no Aquaman, you know, what's he going to do? And then he finds the Michael Keaton Batman, and, you know, instead of Superman, there's Supergirl with, played by Sasha Kaye. Um, so, you know, and then you get the events because he's back in time. You get the events from Man of Steel. You know, you've seen it in the trailer, Michael Shannon coming back as General Zod. And we're getting kind of a repeat of what happened to Man of Steel. But this time it's Supergirl at the helm. 
So lots of twists and turns. I absolutely love this movie. I thought it was beautifully directed. I thought it had a ton of heart. I thought it was hilarious. And if you're ever going to win me over, man, it's a comic book movie that is funny as hell and has great action. And that's the flash all the way through. I thought Ezra Miller was incredible in this. We knew that they would be because we've seen justice league. We've seen them do this role before and they're incredible at it. Like I love the way that they play Barry and I thought Ezra was incredible in this movie. Um, forget all the controversies. They killed it in this film. Sasha Kaye kills it in this film as Supergirl. Michael Keaton kills it in this film as Bruce Wayne. Ben Affleck, for the little bit of time he gets in this movie, kills it as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Um, the supporting characters kill it. Like I said, super funny, ton of heart, awesome action. I highly recommend that you go see The Flash. I give this movie five out of five stars. Absolutely loved it. One of my favorite DCEU films. So definitely check it out. My next movie up is going on the streaming side of things. And that is Extraction 2. Chris Hemsworth is back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tyler Rake. We thought that he got killed at the end of the first movie, but it was a big hit. So we said, no, he didn't die. He's back. And we kind of pick up after those events. We see him kind of nurse back to health. And then we're off to the next mission, right? Here's how I'm going to simplify Extraction 2. Is the story incredible? No. Is it really generic? Yes. Does it matter? No. Because this movie is all about the action. And this movie does action. And it does it incredibly well. This is directed once again by Sam Hargrave, who is a former stuntman himself. So you get kind of the same vibes that you get like with Chad Stahelski, who does the John Wick films. Same thing. Comes from the same background. Um, you know, was a stuntman and can really help do the action in a very realistic, hardcore way. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, fantastic in this one, man. The supporting characters, fantastic in this one. Like I said, it is a paint-by-the-numbers storyline, so it's kind of, you know, he's got to go extract a family, and there's gangsters, and there's all this different thing going on. Forget all that. It's about the action. Every time there's an action sequence, you're like, this movie is fucking badass. It's so good. And this film really um, hinders on a 21-minute action sequence. Yes, 21 minutes, one-take action sequence that starts at a prison. You get a prison break. You get a chase. You go onto a train. You get more fighting on the train. All in this one 21-minute, one-take action sequence that is phenomenal. I'm going to be throwing this thing on from time to time just to watch that sequence. Because <laughs> the prison break is nuts in its own right. Uh, and then everything else on the train is great. I loved this movie. Big step up for me from the first one. And I like Extraction 1, but I really like this one a lot more. And they've already said they're going to do Extraction 3. So sign me in. I'm ready to roll. Uh, Extraction 2 gets 4 out of 5 stars for me. Um, I can't go 5 just because the story is so generic and it was just kind of blah. But the action takes this thing all the way up to a 4. Dial it up. Sit back. Relax. Check this one out. It is now streaming on Netflix. 
And then my third and final movie is another theatrical one. We're going back to theaters. Uh, I'm about two weeks late on this one, but I finally did go see The Boogeyman, which I wasn't in any big rush to go see this movie. Um, I thought it looked okay. And then I started to see some reviews. And this was the kind of movie that, like, one review says it's great, and the next review says it's dog shit. So it's kind of like, okay, where am I going to fall on the scale? Um, I will fall on the scale of it's just okay. I didn't think it was very scary. I didn't think the story was very good. I thought it dragged in many, many parts. Uh, the movie does definitely pick up steam at the end. I thought the kind of, you know, the the third part of the film was really strong. Um, but the first two segments are just bleh. Um, you know, this is, of course is, you know, your typical, there's a monster in my room. It's in the closet. It's under the bed. And you know, when the lights go out, he's going to take your soul because it's the boogeyman and he's coming to get you. Um, so it's pretty generic. I know it's based on a short story from Stephen King at the end of the day, man, this movie just didn't do it for me. So I would only give the boogeyman two out of five stars. So there you go on that one. Switching gears on over to television, um, my big new show that I checked out and was super pleasantly surprised um, was based on a true story. This is a new Peacock original, and they actually are streaming the entire season. And I started it and was like, wow, that's really good. And the next thing I knew, I would burn through all eight episodes and I finished this entire season in about one day. So that shows you how good I thought it was. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Kaylee Cuoco leads this one along with Chris Messina. And um, they're both, they're great. They're, they're a married couple. She's pregnant. Um, they're down on their luck. They're, you know, they need more money. They're, they might lose their house. Um, and then, you know, they meet a friend and then they, all of a sudden there's a murder and then they get tangled up into this murder mystery. And Kaylee Cuoco is a big murder fan, right? She listens to all the podcasts about murders. So she decides, Hey, let's start a podcast. Let's talk about this murder. Let's see if we can figure it out. And the twist and turns that ensue. Um, this show is funny. It's quirky. Um, it's adult. It's got a lot of kind of like sexual fantasy stuff. Um, it's bloody at times with the serial killer stuff. Um, so it's a really mixed emotional ride that works on so many levels. Cause it's a comedy, it's a drama, it's a thriller and it works so well. I absolutely love this show and I recommend it with the highest degree. Uh, so make sure you check out based on a true story. I have binged, like I said, all eight episodes and I really hope this gets picked up for a second season. So fingers crossed on that one. Definitely want to shout that one out. Um, the rest of this stuff is kind of uh return to form stuff, new seasons, right? We got black mirrors back, black mirrors back for season six. I watched the first episode, which was the Netflix kind of spinoff with Salma Hayek and, um, the, uh, uh, oh man, I'm spacing her name now. Um, the girl from Shit's Creek, um, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Um, anyway, um, it's great. The, that first episode was awesome, and I love Black Mirror. Some of the episodes can always be hit and miss. I haven't gone anywhere past 
just that first episode to get into season six. And it's a hell of a kickoff to the new season. So definitely check out Black Mirror season six. Marvel Legends is back. And we've talked about this show a million times. This is the show that is kind of the recap of characters as they get close to putting out a new show or movie. Obviously, Disney Plus is about to drop Secret Invasion, the Nick Fury show, um, which launches tomorrow, June 21st, will be Secret Invasion. I'm so excited to get into that one. So, of course, the Marvel Legends episodes that dropped are everybody involved with this, right? They dropped five episodes of Legends. So you got Nick Fury, you got Maria Hill, you got Talos and the Scrolls, you got Everett Ross, and you got War Machine himself, James Rhodes. So five new Marvel Legends shorts that you can watch to get caught up with these characters. These are streaming on Disney Plus right now. Shout out to The Wonder Years Season 2 that just came back long after Season 1 aired. Uh, They held off on this show for the summertime, and I'm glad it's back. I find this show very wholesome. I love the characters. I love this show a lot. It's super funny, and it's got a lot of heart. So if you're not checking out The Wonder Years, check it out. It streams on Hulu and definitely worth the watch. And lastly, so excited that my show The Righteous Gemstones is back over on Max. And uh, they debuted two episodes to kick off Season 3 over on Sunday night. This, of course, is the show with Danny McBride and John Goodman. Um, Really, really funny show that... I love so damn much. Uh, just so much comedic timing. Adam Devine in this thing. Everybody's so damn funny. Um, this is a show, if you're not watching, you're missing out. So definitely check out The Righteous Gemstones. I'm so back. I'm so glad it's back for season three. So lots of content, guys, on the um, TV and movie side of things. So make sure you check all this stuff out. To recap, The Flash, now in theaters, five out of five stars. Extraction 2 over on Netflix, 4 out of 5 stars. The Boogeyman, now in theaters, 2 out of 5 stars. Over on the TV side, based on a true story, check it out on Peacock. Black Mirror Season 6 on Netflix. Marvel's Legends on Disney+. Plus. The Wonder Years Season 2 on Hulu. And The Righteous Gemstone Season 3 over on Max. So there's your entertainment wrap-up. Let's switch gears. Let's get into the box office. Coming in at number 10, it is Andre Prurush. Number 9 is Fast X. Number 8, The Boogeyman. Number 7, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Number 6, The Blackening. Um, hearing a lot of good things about The Blackening, so very cool there. Congratulations on the number 6 debut. Number five, The Little Mermaid. Number four, Transformers, Rise of the Beast. Number three, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number two, Elemental, the new Disney Pixar movie with a very low debut of only $29.5 million. Coming in under expectations, and uh, it was a big budget. Couldn't even crack $30 million in its opening weekend. Very, very sad. And that continues into another box office disappointment this weekend. The Flash, it is your number one movie, but it only made $55 million. I'm shocked. If you would rewind time six months and ask me how much do you think The Flash is going to make opening weekend, I would have easily said 150 or more, 150 million or more. I thought this was going to be a billion dollar movie. I really thought The Flash was going to kill it in theaters. They were estimating that The Flash would debut to about 70 mil, and they were disappointed with that. And then the actual number was only 55. 
So 15 million under budget. Um, I don't know what happened here. The word of mouth was really strong. Everybody was really liking it. The critics were liking it. I mean, everything was really strong for this movie. And somehow (laughs) it didn't even make 60 mil. So this is going to be a really long financial climb for the flash to try to make any profit. I don't see it happening. Um, I see the rock smiling because everyone gave him shit for black Adam and black Adam made more money than all these DC films. So, um, yeah, it's just sad to see, man. I I don't know if it's just, everybody's just over DC and knows that James Gunn's going to just reboot everything anyway. So do we even bother? I don't know. And that's the, and that's the sad part. That's the sad part for sure. So that's your box office. All right. So let's switch gears and let's get into our news of the week. Um, you know, we're getting ready for Sonic three to start filming, but before that they're doing a live action Knuckles series over at Paramount plus we've talked about this one before Idris Elba coming back to voice Knuckles. They've added five new cast members to the cast, Carrie Ells, Paul Shear, Christopher Lloyd, Stockard Channing, and Rob Ubel have all joined the cast of the Knuckles live action series coming to Paramount plus XO Kitty has been renewed for season two. So keeping the uh, To All the Boys franchise running over on Netflix. Filming has paused uh, indefinitely due to the writer's strike on Daredevil Born Again and on The Penguin. So cameras will not start rolling again until the writer's strike is over. Uh, Silo has been renewed for season two over on Apple TV+. Very excited about this one. I like Silo a lot, so glad to see it's getting renewed for season two. Joaquin Phoenix looking to reunite with Spike Jones for a new Netflix series. Giancarlo Esposito is joining Radio Silence's new Universal Monster movie. We have the new trailer for Cobweb starring Lizzie Kaplan and Anthony Starr. It's a new horror thriller. Uh, I, it looks pretty generic, but I'm down mainly because of Lizzie Kaplan because I love her. But also because of Anthony Starr, man. This is, of course, Homelander on the boys, and he was my dude in Banshee. So definitely would like to support this movie here. So check out the trailer for Cobweb. Uh, Peacock has released a new um, streaming show called Polite Society, which I've heard some pretty good stuff about. It's a new British action comedy drama movie. Uh, Ryan Seacrest supposedly in talks to be the new Wheel of Fortune host. Okay, we'll see what happens there. Jason Bateman set to star and direct a new Netflix comedy series called Daddy Ball. Chicken Run 2 is going to be coming soon to Netflix. John Travolta stars in a new movie called Mobland as he stars as the local sheriff. Uh, It's a new crime drama that's going to arrive in theaters on August 4th. And I'm guessing probably VOD on August 5th. (laughs) I just don't see this getting a big theatrical release at all. We have the trailer for Nimona. So make sure you check that out. That's new Netflix's new animated series starring Chloe Grace Moretz. Bradley Cooper is going to be teaming with Will Arnett. For Is This Thing On? with Cooper also directing. So very cool team up there. A new Karate Kid movie is in the works as they're looking to bring back Jackie Chan as Mr. Han. And we'll see the new film um, that will probably have him teaching a new student. Uh, Blue Beetle will be the first official character of the new DC Universe. That's what James Gunn confirmed. But his statement is a little confusing because he officially says... That Blue Beetle will be the first official character of the new DC Universe, but his Superman movie will be the first official movie 
of the new DC universe. So what does that mean for the Blue Beetle movie that is dropping in August? Is he literally just saying this movie is not canon in the DCU, but the character will be because they like, you know, Zolo that's playing Blue Beetle. They like him and they want to hold on to him. And since the movie kind of doesn't, it mentions things, but it doesn't tie in directly to the larger universe so they can kind of sneak it in a little bit. It's just a weird statement to focus on movie wise. It's Superman, but he's the first character makes me feel like they want to keep the character, but ditch the movie. So hopefully we'll get a little more clarification on that, but that's what I'm taking away from that. Uh, Superman and Lois bloodbath seven series regulars have been cut ahead of season four. We just talked on last week's episode, how it got renewed for season four. It was going to be a shorter season. I think only 10 episodes. Um, but now we're finding out budget cuts and they have cut seven series regulars out of the show going into next season. They might come back in little guest starring roles, but they will not be full-time parts of the show like they currently are. So big hit there for Superman and Lois. Uh, Gotham Knights failed to find a new home after CW cancellation. So wham, wham. Um, I'm not shocked there. I don't think anybody wanted that Gotham Knights show at all. We have the trailer for Mink Season 2, um, which was a Max original, but now it's going to air on Stars. Uh, I like Minx. I got to this show very late in the game, but I'm excited to check out Season 2 for sure. It's, I think it's going to be really good. Uh, premieres also on, on Stars on July 21st. So, do you know there? It is the end of an error. Showtime has confirmed that Billions Season 7 will be the last of the show. Big breaking news that came out a couple days ago. Director of The Flash, Andy Muschietti, has been announced by James Gunn that he will be the director for the new DCU's version of The Batman. And of course, remember the movie they're going to do is Brave and the Bold, which is going to see Batman teaming up with his son, Damian Wayne, who goes to, on to be a Robin, obviously. Um, so yeah, Batman, um, congratulations, Andy Muschietti. This was rumored about a month ago. And now we got confirmation. So uh, I like this. I think he did an amazing job with what he did with Ben Affleck. I thought he did a great job with what he did with Michael Keaton in the movie. So I think he's going to make a great Brave and the Bold movie. Uh, I think he'll have fun bringing in the Bat family. And I think this is a great selection. So say what you will about The Flash. I think he's going to bring some really good stuff to the Brave and the Bold. Looking forward to that. Velma has been renewed for season two over on Max. I didn't think that would happen, so glad to see that. Uh, Apple is teaming with Universal to give Matthew Vaughn's Argyle a 2024 theatrical release. Uh, this is the movie that he did like last year, and it includes Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, John Cena, Dua Lipa, Ariana DeBose, and Samuel L. Jackson. So a hell of a cast. This movie was supposed to come out this year. Looks like it's going to come out in February of next year. And it'll get a theatrical release before hitting Apple TV+. So very cool there. Uh, the missing link to the MCU is now available to stream. The Incredible Hulk. Yes, the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk is now available to stream on Disney+. Plus. We have the new Red Band trailer uh, for Joyride, which is the new comedy coming out um, in July. I think it looks incredible. I'm very, looking very, very forward to Joyride. So I uh, like the new trailer and looking forward to this film big time. Josh Jamal is joining the new survival thriller from the Grey and Smoke and Aces director, Joe Carnahan, 
Love Joe Carnahan. Love Josh Dumal. I think they'll be a good team. This is probably going to be a pretty cool project there. Excited about that. Uh, we have the season two trailer for Dark Winds. This, of course, airs on AMC and AMC Plus. So check out the trailer if you're interested in that. Mortal Kombat 2 has rounded out its cast as it has found its Shao Kahn, Quan Chi, and more. Um, you're not going to recognize any of the names I read, so check it out if you're interested. I'm not going to bother reading it out loud because you're just going to go, who? Uh, Christopher Nolan receives a seg- seven-figure check from Warner Brothers as they have stated they want to get him back. Remember, Christopher Nolan worked with Warner Brothers exclusively until the pandemic, and he felt kind of betrayed by the studio when Tenet came out. And, um, yeah, he left. He went and did did Oppenheimer with another studio. But now it looks like Warner Brothers wants him back. And they're willing to dish out the funds. We have the Season 5 trailer for What We Do in the Shadows. Love this show. It comes back in July over on FX and Hulu. Steven Soderbergh is set to direct a new horror movie called Presence. So that should be pretty cool there. Wes Anderson's next movie, um is coming soon and he just released some first plot details for what it will be. So check that out. If you're interested, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that doesn't want to know. Uh, we have the season two trailer for the Lincoln lawyer, which is of course coming back to Netflix very soon. Um, Lady Gaga is going to be doing her, um, touring documentary concert movie called Chromatica ball. Um, this was something she teased a while ago, and um, I think it got cut off because of COVID, but she says she is going to finish it and put out the tour concert film, so there you go there. We got an article up talking about The Flash, all the cameos, everything that happened, post credit scene. Check it out if you want more of a breakdown. American Auto has been canceled at NBC after two seasons. I know a lot of people really like that show, so that was sad to hear there. Um, Primal Season 3 has been uh, confirmed for the Adult Swim animated show. Adult Swim has also ordered a new Mike Judge animated show called Common Side Effects. Uh, So there you go there. Uh, The Witcher showrunner says Season 3 is a much more direct adaptation of the book. So I know a lot of people will like that. Uh, Evil Dead Rise is going to start streaming this week on Max. So if you missed it in theaters, this movie's fantastic. So make sure you stream it. It's going to be awesome. Sony has dated some uh, mystery Marvel movies for 2024 and 2025. Speculation is the 2024 will be the new Venom 3. 2025, guessing it will be Spider-Man 4. So who knows? That is unconfirmed. All we know are dates. But that's what I'm guessing it's going to be. Uh, multiple Gwen Stacy variants will be in Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, which sounds awesome to me. Uh, we got the Extraction 2 director breaking down that amazing 21-minute one-shot sequence. So if you'd like to know more uh, of what's in the sauce inside Scoop, definitely check out that article to find out more. Uh, the movie It Ends With Us with Blake Lively has just shut down production due to the writer's strike. Um Let's see here. We have your first look at the Avatar, the last Airbender series coming to Netflix. Uh, Netflix announced a handful of things over on Saturday because they did their to doom uh, little special presentation that they do yearly now. Uh, they also announced that Linda Hamilton is joining Stranger Things in its fifth and final season. Arnold Schwarzenegger's FUBA has been renewed for season two over at Netflix, which is awesome. Congratulations. 
I'll be back. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger coming back for FUBAR Season 2. Squid Game Season 2 will be back sooner rather than later. Um, Extraction 3, like we said, is coming to Netflix. So uh, big, big um, green light there on that one. Um, Elemental, like we talked about, lowest three-day opening in Pixar's history. Rough. Very, very rough. Um, Yeah. Uh, Kevin Hart's new Netflix movie Lift has been pushed to next year It was going to come out in August And it got pushed to uh, January of 2024 So that's when that one will make its debut We have the trailer for the live action adaptation um, Of the most popular manga in history Um, This is of course One Piece One Piece coming to Netflix on August 31st So make sure you check that out We also have a behind the scenes look At Zack Snyder's new Rebel Moon so check that out. I know everybody's just clamoring to get their first look at anything. We got a little teaser trailer for Penn ba- from Penn Badgley talking about uh, early expectations for you season five for the final season there. So check that out. Uh, this November, you're going to get the Squid Game, the challenge, which is uh, taking things from the show and making it an actual challenge game show. So that's going to come out in November. And we got the first official full trailer for the new movie Heart of Stone, uh, starring Gal Gadot and Jamie Dornan, um, the look action-packed new movie comes out in August over on Netflix. I think it looks great. I can't wait to watch this one here. Um, we got an article up talking about three different endings for the Flash that has kind of happened over the couple years that they've been making this film. I talk about this on the spoiler review, so. Uh, If you want to get more into it there, go ahead. If not, read the article. I think it's very interesting to see all the different ways that they were going to originally wrap up this movie. Uh, Rebel Moon, once again, will hit uh, Netflix on December 22nd. And we have a little teaser poster there for that. Um, Let's see here. Um, We talked about that. We talked about that. We talked about all the disappointing box office this weekend. I don't want to keep harping on that one there. Um, let's see. Okay, a lot of people have been waiting. We gonna get that Craven the Hunter, son. Uh, we got the Craven the Hunter poster that we put up. Looks pretty good. Looks kind of straight out the comic book. And then we got the trailer for the movie, and we even got a Red Band trailer. Uh, this movie hits theaters in October. And here's the thing: Is it Craven the Hunter? Aaron Taylor Johnson is this Craven the Hunter? Not so much. Does it look like a cool kick-ass action movie? Yes, it does. So I dug the trailer a lot. Are they taking some big swings with are they taking some big swings with this character? I feel like they are. They're giving him superpowers. It's just definitely not Craven the Hunter from the comic book. But you know, it this kind of makes it interesting, right? Like if he's got powers. And this is kind of an origin story of how he becomes the villain we know of Craven the Hunter. It could put him as a pretty good foe for Spider-Man at some point down the road. So uh, I dug the poster. I dug the trailer. Like I said, you have to kind of watch it as not a Spider-Man Craven movie, but as its own interesting superhero movie. And uh, yeah, Lion's Blood. Lion's Blood. Check it out. Uh <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, I think it's a cool trailer, man I think you should definitely check it out uh, First reactions, the Mission Possible 7 have come out And they're glowing, of course Calling it Dynamite uh, It's a timely story 
crazy, intense, great, great stuff here for Mission Possible 7. I'm so excited for this movie. Welcome to Wrexham, coming back for a season two, of course, with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElney. So to keep an eye out for that. Uh, Sasha Kaye hopes to continue to be Supergirl in the new DCU. We will see what happens on that. Don't hold your breath. Uh, Mission Impossible 9 plans are already in the works. Yeah, a lot of people thought Dead Reckoning 1 and 2 might wrap up the series, but they're saying Mission Possible 9 plans are definitely in the works. Wednesday's Emma Myers is set to lead a new BBC series called A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Inside Out 2 is still moving forward, and the Pixar boss says it's a, bun- a bunch more emotion, and the story has been praised by him. So... High, high praise. We'll see if they can pull it off. We have the first teaser trailer for The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. That's right. This is the one that brings Norman Reedus to the middle of the ocean. So AMC's upcoming Walking Dead spinoff, Daryl Dixon. Supposedly, the Flash director's cut is four hours long, but Andy Muschietti said, I like the theatrical cut the best. But hey, guys, I would love to see the four-hour version. (laughs) Let me get more of that. Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse will feature more of Spider-Punk's world, which I think will be awesome. We spoke very highly of Spider-Punk on our spoiler review. Uh, Rumor has it that the MCU's Ironheart series coming to Disney Plus will show glimpses of Mephisto's demonic form. So lots of rumors going around that Mephisto will actually be in Ironheart. We'll have to wait and see. Writer Strike Casualty again as the studio has pulled the plug on Sam Esmail's Metropolis series that he was putting together Yellowstone prequel 1923 season 2 Filming delayed indefinitely Due to the writer's strike So another hit there Um, Let's see here Gal Gadot They asked her um, You know hey what's up with the Wonder Woman future And she said things are being worked in the background Uh, Things are being worked behind the scenes Uh, I'll let you know soon I really don't think she's coming back. I think that, uh, yeah, we've seen probably the last of Gal. You know, if we're going to get the last of Henry, I think that's the last of Gal. So we'll we'll leave it on that. Speaking of Warner Brothers, they likely have spent $1.1 billion to produce and promote Shazam 2, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman 2 for this year alone. The first two movies have opened well below expectations. Will they make their money back? $1.1 billion? It all kind of rests on Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2. I don't know, man. Uh, it's like the Magic 8-Ball. You know, Outlook, no, no so good. <laughs> school, uh, school Spirits has been renewed for Season 2 over on Paramount+. Plus. We have the new trailer for Challengers, um, which is Zendaya's new sexy tennis love triangle movie. Looks kind of interesting there. Zoe 102, we have the trailer, that's right, Jamie Lynn, Spin, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears is reuniting uh, with her cast from Zoe 101 uh, with a new sequel film, Zoe 102. Beast Boy getting some animated shorts coming to the uh, Cartoon Network. Wicked Part 2 release date has been moved up a full month. It was going to come out in December of 2025. It'll now come out Thanksgiving week of 2025 instead. So bumped up a month to kind of match Part 1, which comes out in November of 2024. The Bear Season 2 has added Guardians of the Galaxy's Will Poulter to the cast. So great addition there. Uh, James Gunn giving an update on Peacemaker 2. Long story short, basically saying after he's done with Superman, he plans to head right into... Uh, Peacemaker Season 2 
Marvel Studios will be skipping Comic-Con Hall H this year. That's right, no MCU in Hall H, so don't wait in that line. Solar Opposites. Uh, You know there's been all that controversy with Justin Roland, uh, so they have replaced him with Dan Stevens for the Hulu animated series there. Um, And, uh, yeah, we'll end on that controversy. That's that's where we're going to wrap up. That's our news of the week. And, yeah, we were able to do that in about 40 minutes. So, not too shabby. So, once again, make sure you check out the Am I Still on the Air Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Transformers, Rise of the Beast, and the Flash spoiler reviews all in one episode. Make sure you check it out. Uh, And, of course, check out all our social media, amiontheair.com. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. Follow me on Twitter at dx.mega. Like us on Facebook at amiontheair, right? Facebook.com slash amiontheair. Give us a follow on all your favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you like. We're on all of them. Subscribe to us and follow on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you follow along. Simply Am I on the Air. And our great affiliates at Red Dragons Radio and the Pop Culture Pros. Follow on at Red Dragons Radio, reddragonsradio.com. Follow Pop Culture underscore Pros. Make sure you're in the know of all the great podcasts that are out there. And thank you for always supporting Am I on the Air? And that'll do it for me on this Tuesday, June the 20th. I hope you feel caught up with all the latest and greatest. So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!